Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to the Propletics Podcast, episode two. I'm still here. <laughs> this podcast is entitled A. It doesn't take all of that. And when I say A, it doesn't take all of that. I am basically talking about your workout. You know, a lot of people stay in the gym one and a half to two hours. Weird enough, I've seen people in there for three hours. Uh, doing what? I have no idea. Um, they were there before I got there and they were there after I got there. And I've trained clients and trained myself and they're still in the gym. I have an explanation of how they're doing that. Steroids. But any the freaking way, it can be the length of your workout or what you're doing in your workout. And the base is that, hey, it doesn't take all of that. All right. Uh, when it comes to people who lift too many doggone weights, like people will go in the gym and train one muscle group for about an hour, hour and a half. Let's say chest, every man's, you know, general man's favorite muscle group to train chest. The truth of the matter is after about 20 to 25 minutes, the chest muscle is actually already exhausted. So what you're doing after your, you know, the 25 minute period is basically overtraining yourself and over tearing your muscle tissue, you know, and when your muscle tissue shuts down and is not able to perform at its highest uh, peak state, guess who comes in second to come in and move the weight? That's right. Those beautiful joints and tendons. And that's what happens to a lot of these older guys because I've talked to them. They've told me that, hey, if I was younger, I would have done it differently. I would have done it way differently because I wouldn't have tore up my joints. I would have had longevity. You know, these guys have bad elbows and, and bad shoulders and bad hips and knees basically because they admit later on in their years that, hey, I have been training wrong for the past 20 and 30 years or however long they've been training. You know, they they basically have regrets about how they've trained. And then they watch the younger generation or the next generation coming behind them. And they try to tell you all. But you are so damn egotistical that when somebody tells you, hey, you might want to, you know, bring that weight down a little bit if you want some longevity. Your ego, you know, because you want to walk around uh, swelled up in a tight little T-shirt or whatnot. And thinking that you're knowing what you're doing won't allow you to listen to this individual who came before you. You know, it would behoove a lot of you to lighten your damn weights. You know, a lot of you have trash form with these heavy weights. But for some reason, you just want to go in the gym and lift magnanimous sizes of weights that you struggle with. And it's not even for you. One, it's not even for you. Two, it's not even beneficial to your body. What you are doing, and this is something that we have very bad as far as personality goes in america i don't know how it goes in other countries or whatnot but in these american gyms you want to push weights to impress other people who are watching or who you hope might be watching you want somebody else to see you shoulder press 225 pounds even though the ball and socket joint which is your uh shoulders has no business doing that you know you want people around the gym to see you push 405 pounds and you want people to see you squat 500 and something out for what somebody tell me for what 
for what? A lot of you don't even like participate in strongman competitions. Like you don't even have a goal. You're basically goalless when you go in the gym. You're just going in there to impress everybody else. If you knew what it really took to train your body the way that it needs to be trained, like you would really be in shock and awe. I actually lost a client behind that. You know, um, he wanted to start telling me after, you know, my 10 years uh, of actually doing this, 10 plus years of doing this and living the results of doing it correctly. He wanted to start going back to his over uh, impressing everybody else routines of lifting this goofy, stupid weight. And he's found another trainer that would allow him to do so. You know, their egos match perfectly. But he wanted to start sending me workouts of what he wanted to do. Well, I hate to tell you, but you're not in charge. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not how this works. You know, um, these guys out here have, you know, tremendous egos. You know, and they feel like if they're not benching 225 and uh, for some reason, 225 has become the man standard, the mandard, <laughs> the man standard in the gym. If you're lifting anything less than 225, then you're not a male. You're not an alpha male and all of that corny crap or whatever, or you're or you're weak or whatever the case is. Listen, your bench press has nothing to do with your skill set of being able to handle yourself, okay? There are a lot of people who bench 315, 405, and squat all this crazy ass weight who get their asses tuned up in the ring of any boxing or MMA or, you know, martial arts setting. I have tuned plenty of them up. So this is, you know, very, 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 very dangerous for you guys, not only for your body, but for your fragile egos as well. You know, you walk around puffed up afterwards thinking that, hey, I've benched 405 today. I wish somebody would grab me and you don't even train your legs. You know, your, your upper body's stronger than your lower body, which is not supposed to be. You know, you're walking around with these uneven bodies built like yield signs and tornadoes with little legs and big upper bodies, Johnny Bravos, and you go out here and you think you're ready to defend the world, you know, and uh, <laughs> I hate to tell you, but I don't hate to tell you, but that's not practical as far as self-defense goes you know i've seen plenty of you guys get tuned up out here in the streets and in rings and things of that nature because you let that 405 go to your head or whatnot so that is the number one hey it doesn't take all of that it doesn't take all of that corny weight to get a great workout it you shouldn't walk out of the gym like army crawling because you killed your legs or you know you shouldn't walk out of there with the with the shakes and you know be injured you're pretty much injuring yourself think about it you're not able to train that muscle group again quality for another 48 to 72 hours why ding ding because you've hurt yourself dummy you have really inhibited your body in using these muscle groups for the next couple of days so not only is it not going to work properly in the gym for the next couple of days? But also, it's not going to work at home properly for the next couple of days. Ding, ding. The same muscle groups that you think you're going to go out here and tune somebody up and save the world with, you've just impaired for the next 48 to 72 hours. You can't do anything. So you are hurting yourself, dummies. And then your joints and your tendons have taken over because your body, a lot of you don't even give your body a chance to get strong. 
let's get in on that tangent right there. The inclination of weights. <laughs> for a lot of males, for the most part, a lot of you guys, when you incline, which means going up in weight on any exercise, I'm going to keep using the bench because that's really what all, all of you guys, you know, the majority of you really love to do. You know, training legs to you all is a 10 minute process, but training chest, woohoo, two hours. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they created this thing. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but they created this weight that you could actually incline with to actually go up and wait on before you put another 45 pounder on there, before you put another 35 pounder on there, before you put another two 25 pounders on there. Guess what? There are tens, there are fives, there are two and a halves. Dudes' egos will not let them put a two and a half pound weight on the outside of a bar or a five pound weight on the outside of a bar. Rarely, rarely, rarely do you see a 10. Why is that? I have no freaking idea. With your body weight right now, if you gained five pounds, you'd feel it. If you gained 10 pounds, you'd feel it. If you gained 20 pounds, you definitely feel it. But your ego will not let you put these weights on the outside of the bar to actually give your body a chance to adjust to a heavier weight. You automatically want to go up 50 pounds, 70 pounds, 90 pounds just for the optical impression. Again, the optical impression is destroying you guys. All right. It's destroying you guys <laughs> overall. Seriously, I see a lot of uh, people my age range. I'm 40 you know, and a little bit younger with tore up, destroyed bodies because they did this thing the wrong way. Remove your ego, take the doggone weight down. A lot of you can't even control the weight, but as you incline on the weight and go up in the weights, try adding a five, dummy. You know, try adding a 10, try adding a two and a half. I'll put a two and a half on there. I mean, I basically don't care what anybody thinks about me. You know, I'm training my body for myself. You know, and I'm not training it from an egotistical standpoint. So the inclination is always going to be the proper way with me at this point in time. Don't get me wrong. In my younger years, you know, my uh, lower 20s and things of that nature, I've done all of that egotistical madness and didn't get anywhere with it. So, you know, listen to the experienced. Now, the other aspect of A, it doesn't take all of that, is your period of time in the gym after that first 25 to maybe 30 minutes of training a muscle group guess what that muscle's done it's already done it's done all the work that you needed to give it in order for it to grow or you know uh, get a quality workout i should say you know you have done your job you can either a move to another muscle group b get some cardio or c hey walk out of the gym you know, what I prefer is, you know, get some cardio, you know, mix up your training or whatnot. But a lot of you guys are in the gym one and a half to two hours, two and a half hours, running your damn mouths. Or you've got these other individuals who are, you know, sauced up, whose bodies recover a lot faster, who are in there maybe, you know, three hours or whatnot. Three hours in the gym if you're not doing something, you know, that's a mixed approach more so like weights cardio and boxing or something like that or uh, you know that's my example three hours on the weights is insane 
it's insane. It's <laughs> there is no possible need to be in there three weight three uh, hours on the weights, even if you're powerlifting. You know, even powerlifters don't take that approach, and they take the longest, the absolute longest breaks in between their sets ever, three to five minutes. You know, <laughs> there's that meme on Instagram where this guy pulls out a lawn chair after he does his set. That's basically what they do, you know, and they're not even in the gym three hours a day, you know, but you other guys who want to, you know, keep trying to optically impress everybody, you're in there in these long sessions and you're getting nothing from it. You're not getting anything from it. Like if your workout takes longer than that, then A, you're running your mouth too much or B, you're lifting with too many people. You know, you've got these groups of three to four people and all you are doing are standing around talking about what you're going to do this weekend, how last weekend was, how your life sucks and how you want to change this and how you want to change that. And you're looking at people all around the gym and you're not focused. So basically you're not working out. You know, you've turned the gym into this social club of such or of sorts or whatnot. And you know, that's, that's completely your choice. Don't get me wrong. If you want to make it a, a social hour or something like that, then that, that's on you. That's not my, you know, perspective. But, you know, as far as you actually getting something out of it, cut down the doggone groups. Like <laughs> four or five people working out at a time. If you're not, and all of you are on one station. Don't get me wrong. If there was like a circuit or something going on as to where, you know, you've got one guy over here doing this and another guy doing this and another guy doing this and all of you are working. First of all, the shutting up part would be taking place because all of you would be working. There would be no just four people talking about bullshit while one person's working out or, you know, uh, doing an exercise. And then when that one person stops, the next person starts, you know, and then there's four other people talking about bullshit the entire time. This is gym behavior. It's also annoying. But yeah, this is the typical gym behavior when it comes to, you know, people who work out in bunches. You know, if you have a workout partner, then you should be supersetting or you should be the other people should be doing some type of cardio activity while it's going on or something. You know, you're just doing a lot of unproductive things in the gym. And that's the other part of, hey, it doesn't take all of that. It doesn't take all of that people, all of those people. It doesn't take all of that time. And it doesn't take all of that damn weight. Once again, it doesn't take all of those people. It doesn't take all of that time. And it doesn't take all of that damn weight. All right. I'll be back after this. Grinding so long, I mean grinding so long. Sometimes I wanna let it go, but I'm getting so strong. Yeah, the process is long. I'm talking super long. In the circles of jealousy, saying you don't belong. Homie, I fought it all. Hell, I fought it all. I'd never beg and crawl, I'd rather break down the walls. Within your circle shape, we'll lie the biggest snakes. It hurts when those closest to you are those that's on the brakes. So you lighten your load, cause those people you told is the reason you slow. Why you are paving your road, and that's against the code. 
Hating to see you grow And when you blow You send them a LMFAO Wanting to see you win Better yet twin a win The first impression of success And we do it again I was focused on team Steady chasing the dream Although steady it seems Steady swimming upstream I gotta see it through Winning is what I do So here from me to you My best version debut Push. Cause I grind and I grind Push. I shine and I shine Push. The world is mine Take it one step at a time When you look at me Tell me what is it you see I'm just doing all I can And be all I can be Push. Cause I grind and I grind Push. I shine and I shine Push. The world is mine Take it one step at a time Illusions on the net Pressure to be perfect Photoshops and filters that have you feeling less That ain't reality, repeat, not reality Removing individuality, manually Be your authentic self, best for your mental health That's where you find your worth, that's where you find your wealth It's time to elevate, it's time to elevate Time to refresh the slate, no more internal hate No more procrastination, fueling the fabrications No imitations, social media fixations We all are great creations our gifts can raise the nations by raising our vibrations, positive affirmations. Time is a gift, be it slowly or swift. We are here for a purpose, no maybes or ifs. So when they say you less, you gotta push and press. Unnecessary stress ain't for you to digest. Your dreams are your own, but they meant to be sown. They meant to be shown. Go and get your throne. Cause I grind and I grind. I shine and I shine. The world is mine. Take it one step at a time. When you look at me, tell me what is it you see. I'm just doing all I can and be all I can be. Cause I grind and I grind. I shine and I shine. The world is mine. Take it one step at a time. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get into a little bit of boxing. Boxing, boxing, today's boxing. What's good with it? What's going on? And why are there so many damn YouTubers and non-boxers in the ring? Nate Robinson. Uh, these Paul twins. And other people are trying their hand at coming into the sport of boxing. As unskilled as they are. Why is this going on? Because the top fighters in boxing for the longest of time, have been taking too long to make fights happen. They're leaving the lane open. You know, they're leaving a lane open for these YouTubers and celebrities and celebrity boxing matches who are going to get their asses hurt, like Nate did, unfortunately. They're leaving the lane for these guys to get into the boxing arena. You know, um, and it's sad to see, you know, because these YouTubers and celebrities do have the following. So when it comes to these venues or whatever, or, you know, ticket sales or how are streaming, so however they're doing, I'm not paying for the shit. So I don't know how they're getting any money uh, behind this or whatnot, but um, they're leaving the lane open, you know, and I, I blame the boxing, all these boxing sanctions. You know, you've got the, the IBF, the WBO, the WBA and the WBC. So everybody gets a damn belt. That's the issue with what's going on right now. Everybody gets a belt. Like Oprah said, you get a belt. You get a belt. You get, Everybody's champion. So if everybody's champion and you have four different champions in one weight class, then nobody's going to be in a rush to actually come and compete with the next individual. Uh, <laughs> it's happening far too often. It's happening far too long. The only fighter 
who I see currently who is not really about that shit is Canelo Alvarez. You know, once he split from Oscar De La Hoya's golden boy, he only wants to fight the top one or two. He either wants the mandatory or the belt holder. He's not going to fight, you know, somebody who's number five or number six. He wants the only the best. So he's only going to fight whoever has a belt or whoever he has to fight to maintain his belt. These other guys, I don't know what they're doing. You know, they're too busy out here in the media. Boxers are more in the media than they are in the doggone ring. You know, there's this guy, uh, Demetrius Andre, Andrade or whatever, in the media a lot. I haven't seen the guy fight. You know, he's calling out big names or whatever. He's calling out your Canelos, your Triple Gs, you know, uh, or whatever. But this guy hasn't even earned the right to fight these guys yet. So it's more so like he's, you know, chasing a paycheck, you know. Um, the undisputed 135, uh, pounder Vasily, uh, the guy who defeated Vasily Lomachenko was Teofimo Lopez. That fight happened in, uh, October, 2020, October 17th, 2020. He's just been solely in the media since then. Like these guys, like he has all four belts in the 135 pound weight class, but where's your next fight? These guys go completely inactive. As far as fights go, this is April 8th, 2021. Where are the fights at? You know, where's the Devin Haney fights and where, where, what's going on? Like, why is there so much ducking going on in boxing? And it's becoming like a, a, a media annoyance type thing. Like they're out here more so begging for attention and brand building versus, hey, my brand is to beat up the best. My brand is to defeat the best. You know, and these governing, sanctioning bodies are just as responsible because what they don't want to do is risk their cash cow, you know, losing. And yeah, it's becoming a real shame on the sport. Nobody wants to see number one fight number 17, number one fight number 13. We only want to see the top fighters. You know, there should only be one belt per weight class. If there was only one belt per weight class, then everybody will only go after that top dog. And you have to defend that against the next, the number two, pretty much. You know, that is, the fact that everybody gets to hold a piece of a championship pie it has become a selfish, you know, hideaway, ducking procedure type of, you know, um, conversation that goes on in boxing. And because of this, people are turning away. People are losing interest. People are straight losing interest. Like if Teofimo wasn't in the media taking so many pictures in suits and ties with the belts, a lot of people wouldn't even know who he was or who he is. Where are your fights at, man? Where are your fights? We've got the, I guess, contract, not necessarily a fight date, but the contracts and agreements are going for Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua. But where are the fight dates? Where are the fight dates? Where are the fight dates? And because these guys are dragging along like that, everyone except for Canelo, Canelo keeps the train moving. He's already talking about his next fight before his current fight. He's keeping the ball rolling. He wants the belts, the belts, the belts. That's how you're supposed to do it. He wants only the top. He wants to unify the divisions. That's how you're supposed to do it. You know, because these other guys are dragging feet, stand in the media, 
on Instagram, getting their, their highlight and shine and likes and loves on and shares on, they have left a lane open for these YouTubers. These people who are going to go out here and get their asses handed to them. These people who are going to go out here and get slept. These people with no skills, none of them at all, but because these venues aren't getting these fighters to book like they should, guess what? The next best thing is a YouTuber with millions of followers, you know, or a celebrity with millions of followers, because that's going to get their bills paid as far as the venues go. And possibly, I guess, the ticket or streaming sales. You know, I'm not, like I said, I'm personally not going to go see that shit, nor am I going to pay for that shit. You know, I'll see it after it happens, you know, after when, when YouTube re-airs it or something like that, or I'll hear, or I'll hear about it. Like, I, I have no interest in that because I don't want to see any rock'em, sock'em robots, you know, out there trying to, you know, try their hand at boxing, especially when you have no training, no amateur background, you know, um... And you're not even serious about this. You know, it's more so like a trolling situation for you, you know. But I blame the boxers and the governing boxing sanctioned bodies for allowing this trash to happen. So that's where I'm going to wrap up today. You know, hopefully, you know, you enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, I will be taking music submissions. So share the podcast with your uh, artist friends. I'm not only taking you know rappers you know i'm taking neo soul artists taking r&b artists i'll even feature you know uh, a dope producer I, if it sounds good i'll play it like i said before though <laughs> if it does not sound good if you rap ahead of the beat if you can't keep a beat i can't play it i can't do it if you do not know how to count your bars and your measures and you're all over the place can't do it if I can't understand what you're saying, if you're humming, I can't play it. I won't even do it. I won't do it to you. I won't do it to myself. I won't. It's enough avenues for that stuff out there. You know, the mumble rap and all of that stuff. That's not my lane. It's not happening over here. Um, also, I'll be taking ideas from you all for subject matter. So you can submit music. You can submit ideas. You could even submit complaints. I can tell you what basket that complaint thing is going to after i read it if it doesn't make any sense but you can send it all to prophetics at gmail.com p-r-o-p-h-l-e-t-i-c-s at gmail.com once again i am your host keiston reese they call me coach reese master fitness trainer nutritionist boxing coach and also master's amateur boxing competitor yeah i have unfinished business in that arena i got injured when i was younger so yeah i got some business to finish up in the amateur ranks and then i should be done with that so i hope you all enjoy your day i hope you remain positive uh i hope you all are practicing social distancing and all of that and if you're not practicing practicing social distancing i at least hope you're brushing your teeth so y'all have a great day and episode three coming soon. Peace.